Okay, so today, the David Beckham and Barbie um, thing got brought up again today. And what I had noticed from last time was that, you know, it seemed like what they were trying to do was distract me from my fight. And my fight is obviously for black people, for our entire community to be woken up, to realize that God is black, to realize that this is, you know, this is for real. This is serious. Like we're, we're really at war right now and we don't know who we are and we are the chosen nation and we're supposed to rise above all of this nonsense and we're supposed to be better. And so the last time that I had this vision, I realized I'm constantly at war with everybody. But this is around a time where different things were already starting to take a toll on me. And so I had this vision, which I don't want to make excuses, but I had this vision in the midst of that time. And what I realized was, you know, that this vision, it was about... Like, what the experience that I was having was I was around my family. I was around these people. I thought we were going to have a, a nice time out or a nice, you know, day out, a nice night out. What wound up happening was what is constantly happening around me all day anyways, which is the being attacked for just... Just just the constant hindrances and setbacks and delays, jealousy and all kinds of hatred I'm dealing with, different things I'm going through, but me just fighting for what I believe in and fighting for what's right, but doing everybody around me doing everything in their power to distract me from this mission. I will say, though, I had noticed the difference in which I think that I needed this. It was everything happens for a reason. Everything is such, you know, it's so it's so very good because, you know, I was thinking like they are so horrible. They are very bad and like every as as hard of a time as they give me, I I just I doubt that they're even trying to ever help. I doubt that they're really ever putting in any of the work that they say that they're putting in. I doubt that they care. Like they said that they care. And it took for me to have this experience with Barbie and David Beckham to see the difference, which I already knew about this already. But I just wasn't like really feeling that way because I'm just like, they show and they prove when they feel like it, how much help they can provide. And then they're not giving that on a daily basis. They're not doing that consistently. They're not doing that constantly. And I feel extremely unappreciated. But you know what? I do hear them say, you know, there's white people who really don't care about black people. And you say that it will make a difference between black or white, but you get around these people and you notice a difference and how much they do not care. And I was like, that's what I'll be trying to tell you, actually. 
while you sit up here and you play over my fight when you know that I'm taking this 100% serious, when I'm doing everything I can to take this 100% seriously. Every single day that I give something up, you're fighting to put it back in my life. Every single time I'm doing everything that I can to focus and do, you know, and be obedient to God, you're making fun of me. You're making it hard for me. You're making it seem as if I'm making the wrong decision. You don't understand how this deteriorates me to when I get to these different fights that actually are worth fighting for. And then by the time I get around these individuals who actually are more of a threat than you are because you claim that you care, but I can't even really tell. But even if they do expose the fact that you care more, what they also expose is that you should be trying harder. You should be doing more. If you know that this exists and I know that this exists, then why, of course, do you play over that? And you say, oh, it's people who really don't care. You use that as an excuse in order to, you know, not fight as hard and not be a part of what you know you should be doing your everything for. You know, you know that you should be very serious about. But I already see the position I play here, and it's also something I've been thinking about. It's been hurting my heart for a while. Like, you know, it's not that I can take back all the torture and everything that I've had to go through up until this point in order to get to where I am. It can't be taken back, and it can't be changed. So that's always going to be on my heart, the fact that I feel like I'm a sacrificial lamb and that I have to be one, and I have to carry the burdens of, and care for everybody who don't care. All the care that they don't have, I have to have it. You know, as kind and as righteous and as holy as they're not willing to be, I have to be it for them. And I just found myself asking earlier today before this even whole situation presented itself or or I was reminded about the situation. What I found myself asking was, What I found myself asking earlier today was like, what Yeah, I just found myself asking today, like, what is it? I have to be the tortured soul? Do I have to be the tortured soul? Do I have to be the person that everybody steps all over, kicks around, treats like they're nothing, you know, uses to embarrass and abuse and do all this other stuff too? That's what I have to be. And it's not like I could take it back as where I am now, but I just question. I ask God, like, you know, God, why do you put me in these environments where these people really don't care for my well-being? Or they tend to want to distract me and drag me away from what it is that you showed me to focus on. And how, of course, would you want me in these environments if, of course, it's what you wanted. But at the same time, God, you know, it's not that God is saying I have to be in these environments. There's a way to come out of it. It's a way to not do it this way. But, you know, it's also something that I feel is necessary in order for me to understand a little better what God has to go through. 
In order to be more Christ-like, you also have to realize how much forgiveness is needed in this world for these different people, these different individuals, these different situations. It's not always just send them all to hell. Like, you want to have a better understanding. You want to have wisdom and discernment and discern, like, that a person is still a good person despite their mistakes. And it doesn't mean forget what they did. I mean, yes, forgive and forget. It doesn't mean don't understand what you're dealing with, but it means, you know, be able to handle yourself in any environment around any individual, no matter what it is that their advice may be. And it's it's a vice. It's, at the end of the day, it's a vice. Habits, you know, seeing their vices. So, in this vision, I realized it was a big focus on getting me to somehow just go for the money, go for the bags, go for the, you know, being appreciated as a beautiful woman. Even if you have all these women around him, it doesn't matter. You know, you should just get what you can out of it and be beautiful. Like, know that you're beautiful, have confidence in yourself, confidence in yourself and just let go of the fight for what it is you know just just stop thinking that it's that and it it was more like a distraction or just kind of pulling me away from just this the focal point the focal point on this situation the focal point in this situation And I knew it when I woke up from the vision. I knew I said to myself, you know, out of all the visions I've had and all the many different situations I've been in in these visions, what I found is that I don't have anybody really but God. There seems to be different people who seem to be there, who seem to somehow seem a little bit more constant. Maybe their names come up a little more. Maybe they're a little supportive of what I'm doing. But when it comes down to it, I have nobody but God. And that's something I need to remind myself constantly and remain humble and never get caught up in all these different things that I've seen despite what it is I experience. Because I've experienced so many different things. I've experienced, you know, feeling like you're on top of the world, feeling like every man wants you, feeling like, you know, you can finally escape this situation with some money and you don't have to worry about it, worry about yourself, all these other things. I've experienced all these different things before. It's nothing new. But that doesn't mean there's not always something new to learn. So what I realized is that, you know, in this vision, after I woke up from it, that it seemed as if that they were, you know, trying to help. But I do that it's not necessarily trying to help, but more like just like what you see as an opportunity to help me learn something in this process because that's what I'm trying to do, at least learn from this process. If it's anything to learn, anything that I feel that not necessarily can be useful, probably it depends if it's useful. Like, what well, am I staying here? I don't plan to, so it's it might not necessarily be useful, but maybe it's useful in terms of, like, getting through it. So... I'm just considering it, but this feeling, this vi- this vision felt so wrong because it felt like it was convincing me, almost convincing me to give up my fight and to settle for something. Excuse me. And to settle for something just so 
you know, basic from after what God has shown me, after what God has exposed me, after what God is showing me is my destiny for me to do. This situation, just like to anyone who encourages me, first of all, I know that anybody, period, in this whole entire world, none of them care for me. None of them care for me. When I realized, and it's like, it's like, how can you feel like nobody cares for you? I feel like nobody cares for me because I feel that nobody cares for me because this, like, I just, I feel I've made it so clear, so clear. And I, I just, I don't know what else I could do. I don't know how much more I could say. Like, I just want us all to get to God. That's all I want. I mean, I know I can't control everybody, but I just want to be a, a kind person. I just want to do everything that I can to be obedient, starting with me. It doesn't, I can't control you. I can't force you to do anything. I can't hurt you. I'm not going to try and go out of my way to hurt you or affect anything in your life, but just, I'm just trying to do everything that I can to be as obedient as possible to God as obedient as possible and All I know is it feels like I'm being fought on that. Like, I don't have to touch anybody else's lives. I don't have to do anything to anybody. I don't have to hurt anybody or affect anybody. It's not my intention. It's not what my heart wants. Like, it hurts my heart to think that I will, that I feel that I'm being almost like brainwashed into believing that kind of stuff is okay when I know better. I know what I want. I know it's not okay. This type of stuff is not okay. So like
I'm just like, I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm devastated about the fact that it feels like I can't get help. Well, not that I can't get help. Nobody has to help me, but just like. That I can't be left alone so that I can at least help myself first so I can get to a place where I can help other people. You know, I want to help other people, though. Like, I know ultimately I'll be OK, but, you know. Just I can't do do God's work. So I understood after this vision that this was a complete distraction. It somehow taking me all the way from this level all the way down to here. Where I would completely forget about all these things that matter. Like self-respect and, you know, um, moving within purpose and, t- and intention. Like, you know, if everything, I, all this hard work that I've been doing became about JaVinci bags and Louis Vuitton clothes and stuff like that. You know, I would look like a fool, but it's not even about what I look like. I would be a fool because God is real and he's shown up in such a way that I don't, I've never experienced in my life before. It makes me wonder how important I truly am or can be, but it's not about me. It's about God's kingdom. It's about how important God is, but still, I feel that I'm, I'm, you know, well, I know that I'm a chosen vessel, but how am I being used in a way where if it became about bags, I'm sure God can replace me. God can do anything with anyone. God can do the impossible. But what I want to disappoint my father like that by, you know, betraying him for lesser things, this stuff, this stuff doesn't matter. And if Louis Vuitton bags and JaVinci bags is really so much inside of my heart or important on my list, I'll have it. I just have to be confident that I'll have it as long as I stay focused on God and depend on him. But I think it's more about, you know, I'm just so tired of being beat up on. I'm so tired of being exhausted. I'm tired of fighting so hard for in so many different areas and feeling like there's more help that I could be getting, but I'm just not getting that. And if these people can show up and help in whatever ways they feel like they want to help and do what they want to do, it's not, it's not that I want to be able to change what they can do or what they want to do, but it's just that I just, you know, it shows me that nobody's trying to help me. Nobody cares about this issue. It's not that I had to ask. It's not that I needed confirmation on that. I could tell nobody cares, but it's just like I still care and I still have to fight for this. And, you know, I, I'm not going to complain about it because I know when it comes down to it, I'm still going to have to fight whoever in my way in order to get to God, in order to get to what's important. But it's just always so sad to see my very own people willing to sell me out, you know, for different things, put me in weird positions or weird places for different things in order to, you know, somehow get what they want out of the situation. But I have to understand that. We have been so hurt and so broken that we might we might have lost hope in the fact that these things can actually happen. So we're saying, let me do something that I know I can have or I can see that's possible right now. 
even if I see before as if this thing that I'm saying and I'm I'm knowing that God is promising will come to pass, it's not, you know, of course, so much bigger, so much greater, so it can never be in the same category, but also able to manifest in the same way. At one point, you never saw it as possible, but you, you know, it can present itself in a way where now you have hope and you believe that this is possible and this can happen, like, I just want to believe in it that much. I just don't want nobody to take me away from that. And that's all I've been seeing. But after the Barbie and David Beckham vision, I was just wondering, like, you know, I was wondering about the jealousy, you know, because I didn't see much of David Beckham. But it did feel like he was encouraging a lot of the stuff that Barbie was saying. And Barbie, you know, was kind of like just showing me a different way to go and I just recognized a look in her face that I have to maintain a lot because what I'm going through a lot of jealousy that I'm going through so I realized she's a lot of people are jealous of her but the issue is that I sense jealousy in her because I saw that she was somehow trying to tear down what I was doing, but I didn't want to believe it because I said, now, why would she come out of the blue and help with something she didn't have to help with? Why would she come out of the blue and insert herself into an issue, you know, having clearly seeming as if she felt sympathy for the situation I was going through and how I was being treated? Now, why would she do that? And she didn't have to. And it made me feel as if she sympathized with my position because she is a plus size model. She understands what it takes to be in front of a bunch of different people and still have confidence in your body and the way you look and know that you look good regardless of what anybody says. Maybe she sympathized with me and, you know, my situation, feeling positive about my body. A lot of days I'm talking about how good I'm going to look, how good I see myself in the future and different things I'm going to do in order to, you know, be what I want to be and what I can see myself being and it. It requires like, you know, losing weight and things like that. But that doesn't mean I don't appreciate the body that I'm in. I don't appreciate who I am, that I don't love who I am because God has taught me to love exactly who I am because, you know, you just have to be, it's everything. It's not just who you are, what you look like, those different things. It's about everything. You have to be grateful for what you have. Because if you keep saying, I'll be happy when I have this or when I have that, once it, by the time you get this or you get that, you'll never be happy. You have to be happy now. You have to be grateful for what you have now. If you're not happy now, you'll never be happy. There's nothing that can make you happy in this world if you're not already happy with what you have. So that's the only reason. Not the only reason, but that's one of the main reasons why I appreciate the way I look. I love me. I really do. So I felt that that's why she showed up. And I don't doubt that that's still part of the reason why. But it's just that... You know, I noticed that it was more of a distraction from my fight because this is so much more important than how I look in body positivity. It's it's about spirit. When you come completely out of your body, your flesh and your carnal mind, and it's about your spirit. What is a body? What is appearance? What is, you know, bags, shoes, all of this stuff? What does that stuff even matter? It's about the type of person that you are. It's about your character. It's about what you fight for. It's about moving with purpose and intention. It's about what you believe in. And I believe in God. And I believe that my Jesus is black. Not that I should have to say it. Jesus is black, clearly. Like, it just it just makes so much sense. And the holy nation is black. The Bible says Jesus is black. The holy nation is black. And we are supposed to rule over all of the nations. And we're supposed to be woke. And I've seen it. I've seen us. 
And I don't want to go back to thinking bags and stuff matter after I've seen that nothing in this world matters outside of God. And if God is saying that these things don't matter, then they don't. And I hate putting so much clout or name or power into Javinci, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, different names like this, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But anyways, up until this point, what I realized is that, you know, yeah, they were trying to distract me. And I had a few more conversations with them and felt that we were in a diner or something. And I felt that this conversation was about, like, you know, racism. And I was sensing a, a few, you know, different comments were being made about they were racist and I was supposed to check them everybody felt like you're supposed to check that you're supposed to check these things and it's like I guess I was letting certain things slide thinking that we were cooler in a cooler environment and the thing about it is I hate that I have to be the police about it I don't want to have to be the police about it but it's just like also, at the same time, why would God place me in this environment around these different individuals thinking that we're cool so we can get down to the bottom of these conversations and these different views? We can never be cool if they don't agree on certain things. You know, I mean, I won't say that we can actually be cool still, but I just know that you don't agree on certain things. So I just know that to a certain extent, like I have to place you in a certain place with me. Not that it should matter to you, but it's just like... If you don't believe that Jesus is black, if you don't believe that things, these things matter about our people, you don't believe that we should be waking up and that we are the people in the Bible that's spoken about the Israelites that were freed, the Israelites that didn't keep their promise. You don't believe these different things. Okay, you don't have to. All black people don't even believe it. But it's just like, I'm not going to hold you to a standard, you know? I just need to know who you It's not that I need to know, but I know who you are now. You said it. The Bible says that do not be unequally yoked. And if someone tells you that they've worked, they've sacrificed certain foods or false gods, don't eat for the fact that they've told you. Translation, if they tell you how they feel about something, you do not rock with them based off the fact that they told you for a reason. They ran that by you for a reason. They said that because they want you to know that's how they feel and they want you to somehow come into agreement with that to somehow distract you from what you've already said you believe in. You know what I believe. You know how I feel. You must have been watching me before now. And I don't know if it matters to you, but the fact that you brought it up shows that you want to know where I stand and if I will let that go. If I will let that fly. If I will let that slide. So I noticed that it was a test and it kept being, I kept being tested on it. I kept being tested on it. I kept being tested on it. But I just saw it as like, you know, they help what they can help with. And I, I want to believe that their intentions were pure. And I feel that they actually did help. As far as my fight goes, I already know what I'm doing. I know that when it comes down to it, regardless of what their intentions were, I'm not going to let anybody take me away from that. That's just what it is. That's all I have to remember. Regardless of any mistakes I probably made by being distracted by it. Because I probably let it sink in a little bit too long or for whatever reason I was distracted but I know that I don't want to let anybody or anything take me away from what I believe in I cannot 
be so super distracted or caught up in anything that I forget what this is all about because I find myself in certain situations and circumstances where it's like, what? You're that? You're doing this? You're going through that? You are letting this happen? You're letting that happen? You don't understand what you are, how much this person does not care, the different things this person does to you to torture you, etc. And it's like, it doesn't matter because I found myself in this place because this is where God wants me. And if I turn around right now and start allowing that to affect me, but then you will be right. And it would matter all the different opinions you have on where I'm at right now, what I'm going through. By then, it would matter if I stop caring about why I'm really doing it. But I know what I'm doing it for, so it doesn't matter. And I can't lose sight of that now. If I lose sight of that now, then, of course, you know, everything that you just said matters. Everything that you're laughing about matters. And, yeah, I am a fool by then. But as long as I'm still focused on God and knowing what's most important, then it doesn't matter. And the issue is, you know, I feel my fight deteriorating daily. I feel my fight deteriorating daily where it's like every single day I stop fighting as hard for these different things. I don't understand how people around me seemingly wants this. Like, they're okay with that. And I'm I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just doing everything I can. I'm so tired. I don't know what to do. If I truly lose my fight and I truly lose because of whatever it is I'm not doing right, you know, I will have known that at one point I was so close to getting there and everybody around me did everything in their power like it was life or death to fight me away from that goal, to fight me away from that threshold. And it's not that I'm blaming them, but I'm just saying I see what they can do when they're willing to fight for something so bad that they won't. But it's going to be my fault if I fail. When they've done everything in their power to distract me and tear me down all the way to this point, it's my fault when I fail. That's all I'm. T- that's the only issue I'm taking up with God. How could you let them? How could you let them get in my way? And I understand how important it is for me to fight and have faith and continue to believe that I can do this in God. But I'm only one person. I'm human. I'm supposed to be perfect. And I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm supposed to never make a mistake. I'm supposed to never fail. I'm supposed to be able to be strong enough for everybody in the world. Millions of people I'm supposed to be strong enough for. Okay, if that's who God made me to be, I'm going to do everything I can to do that. But when he has all these different people around me fighting and I, and I feel like there's nothing more that I could do, then like it's not that I'm giving up, but it's like this is where I'm at. And I'm not about to continue to stress myself out in a way where I'm almost dying, you know, worrying about, you know, everybody else. Like, when is it time for me? When is it time to care about me? And I don't want to say in the wind because I do appreciate the mindset that I had at one point where it's like, doesn't matter. No more excuses. Just do it. It's just worth it. It's just, just fight for it. Just get whatever. Just get it. Just do it. You know, don't, don't think you can't. Don't let them get in your mind. Don't let them get that up on you. Just, just do it. Don't, no excuses. Don't justify anything. Just get it done. And...
sometimes I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I'm like, everything happens for a reason. Everything does happen for a reason, but... I know who God is. I can't blame him for this, and I cannot demand anything from him. But I'm tired of feeling sorry for myself, but also at the same time, I'm just so tired of blaming myself. It's not, why does it have to be my fault? Why does it, I, I'll take responsibility for what I've done. I'll take responsibility for the part I'm playing. I'll even take responsibility for how much more difficult I make it on myself. But why, of course, you know, is such a responsibility on myself that's not on all these different people around me that have the ability to sabotage or hinder or block this from happening, but they just don't have the responsibility of how important it is that it does or if it doesn't happen, you know, whose fault it is. It's not their fault. It's my fault when it's not able to happen, when I'm not able to accomplish this. It's my fault. It's not their fault. But they also have the ability to even be on my level in order to stop this from happening. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's not fair. But I do everything that I can, you know, and I fight very hard. And I have to believe in this enough that I'm just not looking for fingers to point or blame to be shifted. Like, it just shouldn't matter. I do everything that I can to do that. But as I said, this is difficult. This is difficult. This is so difficult. Like, lately I've been hearing them talk about my mother. They said, your mother, the whole time they were saying, your mother is fighting so hard for you. And she's dying. And she's fighting. you're fighting hard to keep her alive. But you just have to keep, you have to fight harder. You have to save her life at one one day. I was sleeping in bed and I just heard like just just play my just play my song one last time, you know, before I die. And I knew it was my mom. And I begged Jesus to tell me what was going on. Jesus cried in my face and said, I don't wanna lie to you. And I fought very hard. I fought so very hard. And there was another day where, you know, it felt that Satan said to me, you know what? You can have everything it is that you're fighting for. You just have to leave your brother. Just leave him and everything. You can walk away fine. Everything's good. Like, you'll, everything will be great. Even everything you fought for up until this point in your family, you'll be fine. Just your brother. Just leave him. And I just thought to myself, no, why would I leave him? Especially when I know you're willing to give me everything that it is I'm fighting for in order to keep him. That much. And you want me to believe that he's not worth anything to you. How does that make sense? No, I'm going to keep fighting for him. He's worth a lot to us, even if he's worth nothing to you. Or whatever lie you're trying to get me to believe that he serves no re- like he just serves no purpose 
there with you for whatever reason. doesn't matter. You're a liar and you're not going to be able to keep him. So I kept fighting. I'm keep fighting. I'm risking everything for it. I'm risking my mother. I'm risking my dad. I'm risking both sides of my family. I'm risking new children in our future. I'm risking our futures, our past, our present. I'm risking everything for this, for my brother, for, for God, you know, because it's not just about him. It's about God. I wouldn't want him to think, you know, all of this is about him. It's obviously been about God. I wouldn't even know. Or have ever been able to be in a position to save him if it weren't for God and knowing who God is first. So, of course, you know, I'm hearing these different things. I'm seeing these different things and it's killing me. It's killing me, but what I realize is, you know... This has to happen. This has to happen for my family. This has to happen in God. I know that it will because he tells me this. He's shown me this. And every single day that it feels like, like I don't even know how much it's going to take in order for my brother to realize that what it is that he's doing is just not worth it. He runs away from the truth. He runs away from God. And he's fighting me so hard because I'm running towards the truth and he doesn't want to face it. But it is what it is, you know. I can't... I can't let millions of people, you know, continue to be underneath this control and go through whatever it is they're going through just because of one person, you know? So that meant, leave them alone then, let them free. But that just also serves, like, what would say and what would my brother if, of course, it wasn't for this exact reason, for him to destroy and do everything he could to possibly sabotage this fight? So it's not just a word. It's not just about my brother. It's about these millions of people that God is trying to wake up and save that are under control of this demon, which it's not even about him. He's just a very important tool to them because he's probably very vital to some sort of trigger inside of me. And as soon as I get over whatever it is, and I'm able to overlook and accept everything that comes with my family members and move forward in whatever way, and everything that comes with my people, period, then we can be free. But you know... He said the key was to accept everything that comes with him. And just don't be, don't threaten to give up on the family. Don't threaten for revenge. Don't threaten to hold it against him. Just forgive and forget. That is how Jesus works. But the issue with that is that, you know, I'd be willing to forgive and forget and accept whatever it is that comes with him, but I'm just not going to accept an alternate future or destiny you know you're my brother I love you you've already done everything you've done so that means I accept everything that comes with you the fact that I'm even still fighting for you shows that but the issue is you know you want me to not be who God is destined me to be and you call that accepting everything that comes with you no you're gonna have to accept everything that comes with me it's the other way around I accepted you I accept us 
This is what it is. And if I didn't, I've been had ample opportunities to abandon this entire mission. If it were ever just about not accepting y'all or not accepting the situation or not accepting my people. The issue is that they don't accept me. Y'all are not accepting me. Some are, some do, some will. But it's a lot that's, that's just not. It's some people that just does not accept me for who I am because they are intimidated about who it is that God is going to make me to be. I don't care what nobody say because they can say whatever they want right now while they have the opportunity to step over me, kick me around, and I'm not in a place or position that I will one day be. But when I'm there, everything will be exposed because then by then people will feel more comfortable to come out and say, you know what, I was jealous. Oh, you know what? I did try to stop her. Oh, you know what? I did have a problem with her getting here. But now that she's here, nobody can take her out of there. Nothing can change. I might as well say it. You know, or maybe it's the other way around. They're more comfortable saying it now before I get there. And by the time I get there, they won't have a thing to say. Who knows? Regardless of anything, it's just what it is. It's just what it is. So I'm frustrated, you know about it because I see myself backsliding into different behaviors. I'm starting to think certain things are okay. Different things are being encouraged. And I can tell people are so ready and so comfortable with things going back to how they were, even after everything that's been exposed here. So comfortable with kicking me to the side and leaving me with nothing if I don't get with the program. And that's what that's what scares me so much. It's like, has any progress been made? At all. Like, of course, I know that. I know that it has to have to be confident in everything that I know. But that's what makes me feel like this can be done. Because I'm I'm, I'm still always so confident in everything I know. Every single day, you know, well, I think that it deteriorates. But every single day, I'm fighting so hard for what I believe in. But it's like nobody ever hears that. But they hear all my mistakes. They hear all my crying, all my disappointments. They hear all my failures. They never hear all day, every day what I'm fighting for. They never see all day, every day what I'm putting towards, putting everything into. But they always see my mistakes. They always see my failures. They always see my crying. They always see my complaining. They always see what I'm not doing. And it is motivation to do everything that you need to do all the time so that you won't give them anything to talk about. But I'm not perfect. Spiritually, I may be perfect. I'm not quite there yet. So I know I have the power to overcome all of this. Like, I believe, God, I know that none of this matters at the end of the day. Only thing matters is God and what he's showing me, what he's telling me to do. Excuse me, and in order to get there to the point where God wants me, I have to be able to overcome all of this. None of this matters. I know that. The conversation, the distractions, the hindrances, the torture, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I have to get stronger than it.
And then I heard, like, they're free. They're free. They just don't know what to do with that. Like, the prophecy had been fulfilled. They've been free. They just don't know what to do with it. So what am I still doing here? I know they're not free. Because the demon, which is still alive, I can feel that this is a, this is unfinished. And I know that they control a lot of these different things. She, like, a lot of these different things are still being controlled. That's how I know this is still ongoing and the prophecy has not been fulfilled yet. These people aren't free. Because if they were truly free, then how come, you know, each and every single day when I'm fighting so hard towards God, they're still being controlled to distract and hinder and attack me from away from that. And I don't want to ask for anybody's help. I know that I have all the help that I need in God. Even though a lot of people's help are is helping, you know, when it comes to the situation that I'm in, things that are out of my control because God doesn't feel that they're important. Like when I'm being tortured or when I'm being laughed at or when I can't seem to find my way around this sort of world that they are living in, a lot of people are living in because I have to do everything God says to do. And that's a lot of times nothing to nobody. Just pray for them, be kind to them, and learn how to train your mind away from encouraging or, you know, feeding into anything that's outside of him and his word and him and just being obedient to him. So, a lot of times I need help when I have different individuals who ha- who who have made themselves my enemies, and I can't fight them back because they're not a part of the fight. I can't feed into them because they're not a part of the mission. I can't do nothing to them. So yes, these people do help. A lot of times they're helpful to me because if they feel like you know they. They resonate with my fight or anything that it is that I'm doing. They feel like helping me in a way, you know, benefiting me with whatever information I can somehow use in order to move forward in my fight and do what needs to be done. Because I can't use it to be more like them, but I can use it to, you know, somehow get people closer to God, convince people of how real this is, how real he is and what's going on here. Then, yes, that's helpful. That's what I that's what I'm looking for. That's. You know, why I'm still here. Otherwise, what would be the point of this? If it really has nothing to teach me, then I wouldn't still be here. You know, I don't want anything out of it. Not really, besides the people here to see who God is, you know. So, a lot of times it seems like I'm lying. People wouldn't understand. They would have. They have no clue what I go through. I don't think that they do. Sometimes it feels like they know everything, and it's nothing that I can hide. But other times it's like, well, why didn't you see that? Why didn't you see I had the opportunity to do whatever it is I wanted to do? Why don't you? If you do know everything, you see everything that it is I'm going through. Then why don't you believe me? Because after everything that I've seen and everything I'm going through, all the different things have been offered to me. All the different opportunities I've had to abandon mission. To be bigger, better, and have everything I've ever wanted and never be questioned. Just if I deny God, just if I deny my purpose and my destiny in him, then why wouldn't you believe in God and who he is? How could you not believe in him? Like, that's how I know they cannot see everything. They cannot hear everything. I've already known that. I've, I've, I've been known that. But I just, I'm patient with what they know because 
what I can do is everything in my power to get them as close to God or as, you know, aware of what it is that is being exposed to me as I possibly can. Satan, he likes to tell me all his secrets since he know I know. He knows that I know, so he's like, I can tell you because nobody ever believes you. But even if they did, I will just control them into hindering and stopping you because they want to do what they want to do. You're the only one who want this so much that you fight me. So I torture you with information that you already know to be true, but you can't control. This is what I go through daily. I try to tell people, but they'll never hear me. And when they do start to believe me, it's always some type of distraction or lie or something come out the blue, come out the woodwork. To turn them against me so that I can get nowhere with that information. So that I have no help. But that's okay. I trust God regardless of what it is that Satan is doing. Regardless of how threatening he wants to seem. I know he's no threat to God. God is almighty power. And if he stands behind me, then I have nothing to worry about. And a big portion and part of this thing is that. Like, most of the time, a lot of times, people don't understand the part they play. They laugh it off. They're like, you're a, jo- you're a joke. Nobody really cares about that. It's not important. It's like, I know you think you don't care. But this is important. It's about you, too. You know, it's always about everybody. It's not just, I know I say black people, God is black. It's, it's about us all. Because, you know, Satan tried to convince me even to say, okay, well, then God is black. And no white people get in. So he's kind of trying to say, I want all the white people. No. You will never give me the vouch for something like that. Because God would never vouch for something like that. How could I ever represent God's kingdom saying, no white people go to heaven? Like, no. No. There's most likely a lot of white people in heaven. Because God loves people. He judges them for who they are. Not based off of their, their the color of their skin. Even though he is black and it has made such a big difference in breaking chains off my heart and me realizing who he is and how much he's done for us, regardless, white people matter too. Like, what what type of sense does that make, you know, that no matter how good of a person that you are, just because you're white, you go to hell? You think that God would agree with that? No. Not the God that I know. So I know that Satan is working on such a mass level that even when you get super close to realizing who you are, where you come from, and that the Bible is black history, you still have to fight the the demon that says that, you know, your people against all people. Like, that was never what God says in that Bible. God has never preached that. He's never preached anything of that nature. Jesus taught us to accept and love each other Regardless of our differences, no matter where we come from, we can all be loved and accepted in Christ Jesus. And he would never send a whole race or nation to hell because of the color of their skin. That's a joke. But, you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, the Bible says that we are the chosen nation, holy nation. We are chosen by God to be led by him, to have direct access to him like no other nation otherwise would. And if we would follow God's promises and commandments and be 100% obedient to God, we would, you know, 
we would be able to rule the other nations. We would rule all the other nations. They would follow our lead. But how do we expect for them to follow our lead when we are not where we should be? But we can be. And that's the beautiful part about it. Like, we're not. No, we're not where we should be. We broke our promise. We're cursed because of it. We're not going to be where we're supposed to be until God removes the curse for breaking our promise. But obviously, we have to keep our promise for him to remove the curse. So this is where we're at. And I'm finding it so hard for this, but it's like, and it's no buts about it, but it's just, I'm, I won't compromise anything. It's always something trying to be compromised. Compromise your, where you, where you want to go with this. Compromise everything you want out of this. No, not compromising it. Compromise, you know, your attitude. You can keep some things. No, I won't compromise that ever. Compromise, you know, every, you know, the people you want to take, which you leave them. No, God doesn't need me to do that. I don't have to compromise nothing. God is the God who makes impossible possible. And if he's showing me that all these different things are possible, then why would I start believing that different things I have to leave behind now? You know, some things I do have to leave behind, like my attitude and the different things I used to think was okay. There are a lot of things I'll have to leave behind, but I don't think not one person that I intend to be there will be ever be one of those things. I can leave behind old behaviors and habits that are not needed. I can leave behind attitudes. I can leave behind, you know, intentions, certain intentions. Dreams and ambitions can be sacrificed. A lot of things can go. But, you know, I don't think people have to be one of them. And I don't think that, you know, I will ever be one of those things. Or not that I can't, but that I need to. So, one thing God has taught me, never think it cannot be you. Never think it can be you, good and bad. And I'm doing everything I can to be careful with that. But... I'm seeing that a lot of people aren't taking me seriously, probably because I'm not taking it as serious as I once did. I'm too focused on things that do not matter. I do not come to the Father and ignore everything else as much as I should, but I'm still not going to ignore the fact that I'm fighting and battling things on such a level I shouldn't have to. If I didn't have to fight or battle these things in the way that I did, I'd probably be exactly where I need to be. No, I know I would. So is it my fault? Maybe that's the key. I keep blaming myself for things I cannot control and and I'm overstressing myself for the things that I can. When it comes down to trying to control or stressing myself out for these things I can't control, when it comes down to the things I can control, I'm already so stressed out. I've lost confidence and things that I know I should be capable of doing. And this is where the focus goes. But as long as they keep me Wasting time and energy on things that do not matter, things that do matter, will never get done in the manner that they can be getting done in. That's what it's about. But my people are people. This God, God is the priority because everybody is God's people. We're all God's people. God is a priority. His teachings, his truth is a priority. 
I say my people, my people, my people, and I don't specify a race. But yes, my people, you know, when race is specified, yeah, that too. But I just can't never understand how it'll be your own people, your own kind right there, right next to you, sabotaging, snaking you out. You know, doing everything in their power to destroy that mission. Like, get out of the way. Get your hands off of it. Stop messing stuff up. Just stop being another obstacle for me. It's already so much needs to be done. There's already so many things. There's already so many things that need to be handled and, and done. And you're just... Be, you're just always in the way. You're always in the way. And God tells me it's because you want attention. But I can't imagine you sacrificing, you know, different things, you know, in order for attention. If you want my attention, then it means that you clearly agree with or could otherwise see the vision that I see. So that tells me that you might see the importance in it as much as I do. And you still feel like attention is more important. That's very frustrating to me. Like, I honestly have contemplated, like, not wiping all white people out, but all people like you who believe that the attention for these different things or the different things that you want attention for, all the different, you know, issues, whatever. My fight and what I'm fighting for is so important that it wouldn't bother you. I'm, work, I'm trying to fight inside of myself and I'm only teaching kindness to be kind. You still think these other things are more important than that. This is what drives me wild. It really does. It drives me wild. But you know what? I also need to be my best self before I can call anything out of anybody else. And that's what I try my best to do. I try my best to get, you know, close to being obedient and right and to the truth before I ever call out anything else and anybody else. And so I never try and call anything else, anything out of anybody else. And so I find myself being stepped over, played over, or taken as a joke because I'm not standing up for myself. I'm not calling different things out. Or people like to call me an enabler. I'm the one to blame because I am allowing these things to continue. And it's like, I'm just trying to be right before I ever call you out for being wrong. That's all, but you just take it as opportunity to keep taking opportunities to distract me and take jabs and destroy what it is I'm trying to build. And God says to keep my hands off of that, to stay focused, but you're such an issue. You're trying to be such an issue. But people think this is funny. People don't care, you know, until it's them. So... I'm just going to keep fighting and do everything that I can. Everything that I can to do what God's leading me to do. And pray that he has the rest handled. Because one thing about God, he loves justice. He is a God of justice. So, I don't have to worry that it's not going to be handled in the manner that it will be. I just have to trust him and move forward.